Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is Season 4, Episode 5 of A Bard's Eye View, and today we're looking at the classic Xena episode, A Good Day. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Um, is every episode a classic episode now? Well, yeah, they're all old, aren't they? Yeah. I, mean, I suppose, I mean, it it's in, re- in relation to last week's episode. Last week's episode's a classic. Everyone knows it. <laughs> Everyone knows right, last then. week's episode. Yeah, the episode where they cover themselves uh, in shit uh, in order to cure ringworm. <laughs> like <laughs> It's not ringworm. It's trench uh, foot. Ringworm is much funnier. <laughs> Why wasn't it ringworm? I don't know. Uh, Generic fungal infection. Oh, uh, Ridiculous! Could have been athlete's foot. Yeah, it was more. It was more like more like athlete's foot actually. That goes over the whole body. Yeah. Could imagine athlete's foot going over the whole body. Okay, I'm doing that now. What? <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's been a long time since I had athlete's foot because you need to do some sort of athleticism. Oh to well, get now that's that, actually a common misconception. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You just need poor hygiene. Oh uh, well, we that explains why I've not had any athlete's foot because, as you know. I shower regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on? Uh, okay. So this is an episode. I call this this uh, this is one of the precursor to vegan Gabrielle episodes. Um, yes. I was actually looking through the episode list, and I, in my mind, vegan Gabrielle lasted for like half a season. It's actually like four episodes. It just felt like forever. <laughs> My my memory is that it it was the whole of this season. No, it's like four Uh, episodes of of proper vegan Gabrielle. I mean, she's like flirting with it. She goes vegetarian for a bit, (laughs) and then she's like, "No, full, full Mm, vegan meat is murder." And then she's like, at the end of the season, "But I need a steak." Have we talked about vegan Gabrielle before? Do we? Yeah, we we have. Explain that we have. No, we have. No, I wouldn't be bringing it up if it was totally. Like we talked a little bit about mum, how Mum's net Gabrielle is dead and long live vegan yes. Gabrielle. Okay, all you right. Know? I couldn't remember if if we'd actually talked about it on air before or not. Yeah. Okay. And like season five is going to be Daddy Gabrielle, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely the daddy in that season. Yeah. Yeah. She is. So, uh, so this is a a Rome episode. Yeah, I want to say classic. Perhaps I should say classical because it's it's a, a Rome. Very a Rome good. One. That's that. That's a reference worthy of Boris Johnson in a resignation speech. Oh, lorem ipsum. Oh, I, I was I was buggered at eating. Didn't do me any harm. <laughs> but that's enough about me. We we we've got a great opening for this episode. Yeah, I think it's a. I just like to say it. It is a truth universally acknowledged <laughs> that a row of that a row of javelins levelled at an innocent village must be in want of a ricocheting chakram. <laughs> so you see those javelins lined up. You know what's you coming. You know what's going to happen. But like it's yeah. not like it, they they line the javelins up twice because the first time someone else appears. Yeah. To save them, and it turns out to be. Uh, what's his name? Flanagan. Flanagan, which is Mister Mr. O'Flanagan name. from the Irish pub. Yeah. Um, Fla- Flan- <laughs> is he? Is Flanagus? Is he Flan- Flan- Flanagus? 
Yeah. And not only that. Flan- flanimal. Not only, not only is he Flanagus, that's Flanagus with a PH according to the, the wiki. So oh, that makes sense. That, that makes, makes it very sense. Greek. Oh, I spelt it wrong in my notes. You fool! Later. You idiot! Fool, fool, fool with a spelt with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so foolish. Does any fool know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the so the setup is. Um, Nice little village getting sacked by some Romans. Mm. Uh, nice little village you have here. We'd be a shame if someone destroyed <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so village spokeswoman says, "My my husband's fighting for Rome. So, oh, he's a Greek mercenary. Then then he should know the danger of war." No, oh, like, it was oh, like okay. he should know the predilly for trading with the enemy as if they didn't trade i mean like it's yeah we've already been done done over by the enemy they come, in, they come in and they were like we're gonna pillage this village and they were like that they've already someone else already pillaged our village and they were like what you let someone else pillage your village yeah it's a pre it's a pre-pillaged village yeah <laughs> now they're like we're gonna kill you for allowing someone else to pillage your village you should have waited and let us pillage your village <laughs> This is um, Xena as as written by Dr. Zeus. So the person who turns up is uh, someone dressed in Roman armour and says, I outrank you, centurion. But it turns out he is actually the the Greek mercenary. And And the centurion says, yeah, no Greek outranks me, bitch. Yeah, no Greek outranks a Kiwi. (laughs) (laughs) uh so so they they line up the javelins again ready to (laughs) pullage pullage the village kill everyone (laughs) hey (laughs) sweet airs (laughs) pillaged airs this village is already pillaged airs (laughs) mounted Anyway, so here comes the the Kiwi that does outrank all Greeks and Romans. It's it's Xena. Yeah. <laughs> so she's here to because there's about to be a big Greek civil well not Greek civil war sorry Roman civil war which is spilled yeah. over into Greece. They're having a fight in Greece for some reason. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm not here to stop the war. I'm here to make sure it happens. And we're like, ooh, dun, that's dun, unusual. Dun. Except it's not really because. Dun, 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 dun. Thanks for that. It's not really unusual because, you know, for Xena, she's always wanting Caesar to fight some pointless war. Yeah. Could you fucking stop that? (laughs) Well, I'll try, but I can't guarantee anything. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we've managed to spend, I said to you before we started this, half our episode, mate. And we've managed to spend nearly eight minutes recapping the first three minutes of the episode, so. We'll crack on then. Okay, so... You want me to recap it? So, Zena's here in order to uh, force Caesar and Pompey's armies to exhaust themselves, having a big, big fight, fight, fight with each other um, so that they'll Mm. all fuck off back to Rome. Uh, so, yeah, it's just the, just get over, get it over and done with, isn't yeah, it? It's like if you, if you leave them to their own devices, they'll just they'll just fanny around and they'll be here forever. Yeah, just you know, just get it over with. Yeah, and so that's what she's there for. Um, she doesn't really take to O'Flanagan 
from the bar because um, <laughs> she's prejudiced against his uniform. But she comes to mm-hmm. like him after about two minutes, so yeah, uh, that's that arc over. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the uniform is quite important because, like, a lot of the the schemes involve them wearing um, cosplay. Cosplay, yeah, basically Roman cosplay, wearing a yeah. uniform that is sufficiently like both Pompey's and Caesar's that no one can really tell which which side they're on, which is funny. Yeah, and it's it's just unbranded, isn't it? It's like yeah, um, yeah. It's supermarket own brand. Mm. Or it's like oh. back back in the <laughs> back in my school days, there was a particular uh, brand of bomber jacket that was really popular called NASA. Did you ever uh-huh. have one of these jackets? No. Nice and safe attitude, and it had orange black bomber jacket, and that's what it said in the yeah. back: NASA, nice and safe attitude. And the huh. uh, the lining was orange. Anyway, yeah. they were quite expensive, Classic. but you could get them down the indoor market for a fiver. Um, <laughs> if you didn't mind that the stitching wasn't quite right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's what they've got. They've got knockoff NASA jackets. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, what happens next? Um. So there's a big. There's going to be a fight. And Xena wants them to destroy their own village. Yep. I don't remember why that was. Was it so they had nowhere, so that Caesar couldn't use it against them or something? Um, I think it was to give the impression that they'd already been beaten and they'd scattered to the four winds, maybe. I see. Meanwhile, um, there's, a, there's something about a hill. Um, yeah. Can you tell that I paid attention to this episode really well? Uh, so there's this hill... That Caesar says he's not interested in. It's rubbish. That hill is shit. Yeah, that yeah. hill's C- fucking C- shit. Caesar says, ignore the tactically obvious hill smothered in cover trees, some- somewhere <laughs> in the distance. Trees? Lil- what are coverage trees? Yeah, Lilla. What saying, are coverage what? trees? What? <laughs> <laughs> They're what? <laughs> but, um, so I, yeah. I thought it was going to be he's saying ignore that and then they were going to use this cover to creep up on them because I'd forgotten this episode but but actually it is a really unimportant hill yeah. but um, Xena and her villagers take the hill so that both Pompey and Caesar go well if he wants it I want it yeah because they're really stupid yeah they're like what yeah. why is someone why are they interested in this hill there must be something good there Maybe it's all the coverage. Yeah, so it's just, trees. it's just, it's they're just there to force the battle to to get it over and done yeah, with. Yeah, I think what was cool was they had this uh, that someone is someone's obviously been up sewing all night, or they've yes. they've like gone like twenty four hour shipping from an Etsy store, and got <laughs> a, a battle standard that has got Caesar's um, sign on one side and Pompey's on the other. Yeah, and like ha ha, <laughs> tricked you, you fucking morons. Yeah, what, what, once he gets there, Caesar looks at it. Realizes it, it's made of papier mache, and only one, only one woman in the ancient world has skills in papier mache and and has enough school glue to achieve this effect. Zena. She has many skills. Well, this is all undercover because they were stealing Pompey's um, siege engines, right? What are they called? Catapults. 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 Yeah. Trebuchet. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, there's some good there's some good rhubarb about that. Mm. They've 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 nicked these catapults and they're they're camouflaging them. Yeah. And we get all the villagers kind of moseying around going, 
hurry up, we need more blah, 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 blah. We need more coverage trees. <laughs> we need more coverage trees to cover the, the siege engines. Mm. So it, it's it's this scene that we've seen many times before. It's, it's Zena and Gabrielle tooling up the villagers to um, kind of yeah. act as warriors. They're, they're not fighters. To be but, tools. You know, Lol. Yeah, to be tools. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's fun. Uh, then Zena, both C- Caesar and Pompey figure out that Zena's around, right? Yeah. Um, because someone says there was a woman, and Pompey's like a woman. Um, <laughs> there can <laughs> be must, only one. <laughs> it must be Zena. There is only one woman, you know. Uh, I to think be fair. For, it was a, a a tall woman who fought like a, a tall woman fury. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Tall. To be fair to Pompey. Uh, I think that she maybe is the only woman in his world because, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a man who prefers the company of men. If you ask me, yeah, he's so he's yeah he's so camp. This guy actually, I don't know if he's if he's intended to be. He really comes off as like a, just a big screaming homo to me. Oh, completely. Yeah, completely. I, I felt this in his first in his first um, appearance as well. In, but but we are we are primed to think that because of the because it's Palamon because it's Palamon who's who's gone off with Vidal went off with Vidal Sassoon Vidal Sassoonis. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. What was the episode called? The one, the, the last episode where Pompey was in. Oh, I can't remember. Um, it's the one where Gabriel. Actually, coincidentally, another one where Gabriel oh, is heading oh, down the vegan oh. Gabriel path. Yeah, um, it's one for Kinnicks, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, got it's got asterisks in it, and yeah, but bear with us for. <laughs> We're both so fucking old. It's it's when in Rome. It's when, when in, Rome. in Rome. That's it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. No, that's next season. <laughs> no, it's this season. Oh, it's this it season. Okay. This season. Um, yeah. So... Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, so where oh, there, are we? I've a, kind of lost the thread of this plot. Xena <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sneaks into Caesar's camp to to find out what he's up to, and oh, she yeah. has to cut cut a slit in the in the tent to hear because he's got that special soundproof, soundproof canvas. Soundproof canvas. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Flanagus manages to get himself arrested and is about to be executed, so she doesn't hear the full plan. Mm. Um, well, oh, anyway, blah blah blah. He did it it's, deli- a, it's, it's set up and stuff. He did it deliberately because there was somebody going round the back of the tent, and obviously Zena couldn't handle herself. Yeah. So yeah, he got himself arrested. But um, I tell you what, it took me like until probably half an hour through the episode to realise yeah. that the wee bum chum that was following Caesar around is supposed to be Brutus, because this is the yes. third. This is the third fucking actor for Brutus, you know? Although, actually, well, chronologically, he's the second, but, like, the actor that you think of when you think yeah. of Brutus, we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, The first yeah. actor for Brutus was this kind of, like, curly-haired twink. And now there's this guy who's completely forgettable. Forgettable. Forgettable yeah. as shit, man. And then, in this very season, we'll have yet another Brutus recast to the guy that you actually think of when you think of Brutus. So by the time we get to the Ides of March, it's going to be et tu Brutus, and he'll say, 
Actually, it's et three Brutus. <laughs> Stab. <laughs> Spoilers for those of you who don't know um, Roman history. <laughs> or Shakespeare. Or Zena. Or Zena. Yeah, the th- the three great sources, the three, <laughs> the three canonical sources of Roman history. Yeah, Tacitus, <laughs> Shakespeare, Zena, Zena. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they they now follow various levels of double and triple crossing, and who's who's fighting whom, and who's you know all of yeah. that. Yeah, there's going to be basically there's a big fuck off army, right? Yeah, because uh, Zena takes Gabrielle up. For a romantic stroll on a cliff to look at the, <laughs> to look at the massive armies, you know, and you see her <laughs> counting all the campfires, right? Because she knows how many men per yeah. campfire or whatever. Yeah. And there's a lot of fucking dudes out there, right? And she's like, whoa. Yeah. Um, and Zena Zena says that um, she's leaving Flanagan's leaving leaving O'Flanagan from the pub in charge of the fight, but yeah. she's worried that he's a bit thick, right? Basically, yes. she's like Gabrielle. I'm I'm worried that Flanagus is a fucking moron. <laughs> Can you please? <laughs> you, I'm, you... I'm worried he won't. I'm worried he'll he'll think that Caesar's obvious fake retreat will be an actual retreat. Yeah, I'm which worried he does. I'm worried that he's had his brain sucked out with a straw by a gelatinous <laughs> beast cube. Um, yeah. <laughs> Could you please make sure he doesn't fuck this up tomorrow? And Gabrielle's like, I can't stop a fuck up on my own. I can't. I, I I'm a vegan. Um, <laughs> I I can't give the order for someone else to to eat chicken wings. Yeah, I can't. I can I refuse to be the waitress in this scenario. Yes. Um, <laughs> and Zena's like, okay, yeah. I'll tell I'll tell O'Flanagan. But as it, as it transpires, what she later tell what she actually tells O'Flanagan, we find out later was, listen to Gabrielle, she's in charge. Yeah. So she didn't tell him anything other than yeah. to kind of not quite not manipulate, but like to basically know that Gabrielle would would cheat yeah. on her vegan diet when she saw what was going down. You well, know? she's she's only, she's dabbling with veganism at the moment. Isn't she's she? only dabbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a cheat day. Like she, she's doing. She's doing. Yeah, she does. She does meat free Monday. Yeah, or this is like um, vegan veganuary for her. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. oh the, the, so on on that topic actually to, towards the beginning when they're tooling up the villagers there's a, a young lad yeah um who who wants to fight and he says he's he's a he's a good bowman a uh, good archer mm-hmm. and he says oh i've never shot anyone but i'm up for it i'm totes up for it yeah and and Gabrielle is like, no, veganism is the way. So she <laughs> she imposes her veganism on him and gives him a non-combat role. No, I mean he's like uh, twelve. This kid, he's not. He's sixteen, seventeen. He's he's but he, he, this boy has not got pubes. This kid is young, right? I was I was going to insist that he has, and then I realised how weird it was. <laughs> that point this is like he's uh he's an orphan right he's a and he's O'Flanagan boy is his, age isn't he yeah yeah non-threatening uh o'flanagan yeah. is his father figure and he really wants to defend the village but he's never killed anyone and what's it he wonders what it would be like and gabrielle says it changes everything uh and um if they'd been near some water she would have used the the pebble metaphor like the pebble, did for her yeah. back in the day it's changed forever back in the olden days um, yeah. So Gabrielle, she's come a long way, baby. 
She has. Now she's the one doling she out has. the doling out the it's hard to kill people advice. Sometimes it's hard to be a killer. <laughs> Getting all that blood all on your hands. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I was gonna make a I was gonna make a really wanky Shakespeare reference then and I caught myself just in time. Is there any other kind of Shakespeare reference? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Will these hands yeah. ne'er be clean? I'll do it for you. Well, I, I was going to be wankier than that. I was going to say part part of her next uh, vegan quest is going to be to go to Araby to find all the all the perfumes of Araby to try and uh, see. It was that, much wankier. That is wankier. Thank you. Well done. I thank you. Congratulations. Shall I try and <laughs> try and out wank you? Again, that sounds. Unpleasant. <laughs> The next step will be to go and find an ocean to make the multitudinous seas in Carnadine. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, um, okay, let's 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 out let's outwank that. Um, <laughs> ah, ah. So, once we're once we're on the multitudinous seas, um, something something Aleppo, but in a sieve I'll thither sail and like a rat with a outer tail, I'll do, I'll do, and I'll do. That's one of the witches. Congratulations, friend. Thank you. You have outwanked me. You're the Thank wanker. You. You're the wanker you... of the week. Yes, you are. Yes. Thank you, you rump thou rump fed runyon. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off, you wee faced loon. <laughs> Why people don't like us? <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> Remember that time you found, you, I found a reference to yourself on the ill chat, and they were like, "I don't know who the fuck she thinks she is." Who does she think she is with a Shakespeare? <laughs> I guess Wonko likes it. <laughs> um, anyway, right, back back to, the back to the plot. Why back does to no the one brief... listen to this? Why does no one listen back to, to the brief recap? <laughs> back to the brief. Um, Recap. It turns out that the trap was a trap. Uh, yeah, no, like so, she goes so, to see. You've missed a whole bunch of shit. She goes to well, see. She goes to see Pompey at night after having been invited. She does this badass hmm. move where he's like, she's like, uh, Pompey says, "I've left some guards in the forest," and she appears hmm. holding a couple of helmets. And he said there were only two guards, and she says, "I know. Otherwise, I'd have more helmets." <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. Um, but then yeah. Caesar appears, and because she's tricked them, she's tricked them into arriving at this position, yeah. and then uh, she gets um, the boy with no pubes to do this. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> to fire Pubious. his arrow up into the sky, and then that is the cue for everyone to start using the siege catapult. engines that they that they stole. Why can't you remember the the word catapult? <laughs> I don't know. It's a fucking catapult. <laughs> trebuchet. I once had a story where I had a character okay. called Lance Trebuchet. That was excellent. Oh, that's very good. It's a good name, isn't it? Um, it's a brilliant name. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so... Oh, join us next week when we laugh at our own, <laughs> yeah, own jokes for another 45 minutes. When we laugh at our own jokes. That's every week. It's every week. Who That's else true. is going to do it if not us? Um, <laughs> literally no one. So 
What was I saying? Oh yeah. So um, <laughs> when the you're saying what's the siege engine called? Siege engine. <laughs> you know, when the siege engines fire their yeah. explosive charges. I don't know how they manage yeah. that. Um, then Xena and Pompey and Caesar all fall into a big cave together. Yes. However, Zena gets out. I, d- I must have looked away and I didn't really Yeah, see. I thought that later on. I thought, when did, how, how did she uh? get out? Because like, the, the Pompey and Caesar just start fighting each other in the cave. Yeah, I think they're probably just slugging away at each other and she's just, oh, fuck this, I'm bored, I'm going. Yeah, I'm bored of this. Um, yeah. So yeah, meanwhile, um, the 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 Caesar's army apparently seemed to be withdrawing and Flan- O'Flanagan is like, oh yeah, excellent. Well, we'll withdraw as well then, because obviously... They're retreating. They're retreating, you know, so then we've won. Oh, excellent, we've won. Cool, we didn't even have to fight. That's not suspicious. Yeah. Um, Gabrielle hears of this and goes full-on Admiral Akbar. It's a trap! And um, runs out and is like, no, you don't understand. Caesar would never retreat. And um, O'Flanagan's like, well, Cena told me that you were in charge. I mean, and so Gabrielle, like, has to, we've got this slow close-up on her face as she realises that Xena's um, just ignored the fact that she didn't want to be in charge and is just doing yeah, it anyway. Yeah, basically, basically Xena has um, snuck some mayonnaise into her... Um, <laughs> the fucking bitch. Her, her hummus sandwich. Unbelievable. <laughs> is hummus vegan? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it would be. What's in it? Chickpeas? Chickpeas. Tahini. Olive oil, bit okay. lemon juice, garlic. I don't know. I mean, like chickpeas. That's a bit close to chicken, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's meat don't, don't worry, we can edit that lame joke out. Oh fuck you! Um, <laughs> I just like to point out, by the way, that although we're being really stupid about vegans, actually nothing against vegans. No, nothing at all. If you're Absolutely vegan, nothing at all. Good for you. Like, oh my god, that sounds so much worse. That's worse. You made it worse. <laughs> you took a bad situation. You made it worse. Well Good done. Good for you. That's like um, that's like when I was <laughs> well sitting next. You. I was sitting next to the groom's sister at a wedding, and she asked me if I had a boyfriend, and I said no, I've got a wife. And she sort of went really quiet for a minute, and then said, "Good for you." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a scene from um, Imagine Me and You as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, God, that's yeah. cringe. Yeah cringe as shit and, I, and, and you that, just and that's you you just did that yeah believe it or not you just embodied that whole film if you've seen imagine me and you and uh you were cringed out by that part and think that can never happen in real life it does yeah. it happened to me yeah <laughs> anyway where was i right half an episode back well, mate right so we've got three minutes to finish you this. were you were trying to you were trying to win back our vegan audience Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just making the I'm making like a Piers Morgan level vegan joke halfway, you know, most of the way through this episode. But there's nothing wrong with vegans. We like no, vegans. Not at all. Vegans are not cool. At all. Anyway, where was I? Mum's net, on the other hand. No, that can fuck off. That's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, that can fuck off. To be honest, where was I? Uh, so... Hey, do you, do you remember? Do you remember? Like ten minutes ago, I said the trap was a trap, and you said, That's where we "No, are. you've missed a bunch of shit out." That was me making it, doing it, doing it as a brief recap. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm know sorry, where we, where we go with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is anyway. So we we get to the the lot. A lot of fight, fight, fight in this episode. Um, yeah, lots so of fight. But the big, a lot of it is slow mo. Yeah, a bit of filler. To make it drama. 
Yeah, mostly killer, some filler. Yeah. So Zena's yeah. up with the big fighting now, and Gabrielle's um, leading the fighting, and Zena's in there screaming for Gabrielle in slow mo. Um, Gabrielle! So Gabrielle's in the thick of the fighting, and at some point she stops and looks around to see the horrors of war. Yeah. And um, this is where O'Flanagan gets into a bit of trouble, right? Yeah. Because there's a big, there's a Roman soldier dude who An starts Roman, to not a Greek one. Yeah, he's fighting with him, and then he gets him on the ground, and he's doing that thing where you where you leave your torso fully exposed by raising your arms above your yeah. head to do the killing blow. Um, and so this is um this is a bit ambiguous. This part, so you're saying yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. You said this Cause... was ambiguous. I think I think Zena. I think Gabrielle just really needs a bit. Needs to be in a few more school sports days. She needs to be to in get a her remedial group for, skill, for javelin to get her skill level up because this yeah. guy who's left himself open, right? And uh, she picks up as a javelin slash spear. They're the same thing. Yeah. And she throws it and yeah. misses him completely. Oh, and that's a bad miss. This this is why I think it's it's deliberate because she she misses him by a country mile and and her aim's pretty good you know generally yeah she can she can she can if it's if she flings her staff it can bonk someone on the head and knock them out in a comical fashion so what you're saying is that she's she th- just she, yeah she threw she throws it literally no no she's um, <laughs> she's got pacif- pacifist paradox syndrome right okay pacifist paradox syndrome describe that well she's in the middle of war and she really wants to save someone's life and she could do that by killing Mm -hmm. the guy who's trying to kill her or she could do it by hitting the guy in the shoulder which she's capable of doing but because it's a pointy thing that will cut and there'll be Mm -hmm. blood and she doesn't want blood on her hands she 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 you know throws it into a slag heap or something instead and then they both end up dead anyway yeah this is true. So I completely get pacifism and I lean very much that way myself. But I think the moment to go full pacifist is probably not... In the middle of the battle. In the middle of a battle and someone you really want to save is about to get stabbed. Yeah, about to get... Pacifist like paradox syndrome. Skewered. Skewered. Once you've, yeah. made this, once you've made the decision to be part of the fight, then you've got you to gotta go with it, man. That, yeah, gotta, I kind of think that. You've got to go with it. And that. anyway, um, like, to kill, killing someone when you're trying to defend yourself or others isn't mm. really the same, is it? If you're defending well, yourself or others from imminent death... I, then, don't, I, I don't think so. Yeah. But but Gabrielle's too, too caught up in her PTSD. You know that because it's in yeah. slow-mo. Yeah. You know? The upshot of all this is that O'Flanagan gets skewered yeah. and um our favourite twink pre prepubius with his bow and arrow <laughs> um shoots the guy that killed him so he's lost his blood innocence. Yeah. Um and yeah, nice one Gabrielle. Nice one Gabrielle. Yeah. Yeah. And and as a result of all this fight, 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 basically everyone's dead. Caesar and Pompey wear each other out and go, um, not in that way. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? This is stalemate. Let's let's just oh hang on, the battle stop. Let's go and see what's going on with the battle. They go up 
easily find the way out of this cave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look at this battlefield strewn with CGI dead bodies. Um, and then they look at each other and go, ah, fuck it, let's go home. <laughs> That's <laughs> where we'll start again. Yeah. 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 So so Xena's... Uh, so why they don't... So Z, uh, Caesar's looking out over the field and Pompey's behind him. Could easily have just finished him off at that point, which would have saved a lot of hassle for yeah, but, a lot but, of people. But <laughs> where's the mm. gay drama in that? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. Pompey hates him, but also kind of wants to fuck him. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. This is an enemies Hate to lovers fuck. situation. Definitely. Enemies to enemy lovers. <laughs> <laughs> hatred to hate fuck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the hatred yeah. to hate fuck pipeline. So So there we go. It kind of it kind of tapers off a little bit. They they fuck off back to Rome. Um and we're left um by a lake with some pyres and Xena gets to sing her song again. Yeah, yeah. This is the whole reason she went into murdering. Let me steal your joke that you said earlier. Oh, that's not fair. It's my joke and it's a good one. <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> no, now I've set it up and said it's a good one. You can tell it and it'll fall flat. Uh, so I, I, I texted while I was watching this to say Xena uh, um, was actually initially drawn to violence to, to drum up business for her, her funeral singing startup business. Because <laughs> <laughs> here we go. She got So you remember that massive field strewn with bodies like uh, the morning after at Glastonbury and um, and there are three small pyres next to the lake is that all? well that's all we see so what? one of them is o- O'Flanagan O'Flanagan begin again um, yeah and, and like so they, they basically they only had three casualties that's quite a good day that, as you know would say that's quite a good day of fighting oh so all the others were Romans yeah okay yeah, yeah. we don't give a shit about them Anyway, so she she We don't give a her... shit about the Roman legions who were probably conscripts anyway. Oh, problematic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she sings a song and then how does it end? That's that's the last thing I remember. How does it end? Um she gives Gabrielle a little speech oh, yeah. um about how she's changed and that yes. um, this was all done for a reason. I'm not sure, you know, I guess you know, Let the reason be love. That's the one. Um, or hate. <laughs> this is all done for a reason, otherwise what's the point? And then Gabrielle has to go and give the same pep talk to um, Prepubius. The, the little, yeah, the little boy that killed yeah. someone with his bow. Um, now right at the beginning, so I'd, I'd forgotten that this was the episode where she kind of freezes in, well, one of those episodes where she freezes in battle. And right at the beginning, in the, in the first fight, 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 I'd noticed that Gabrielle... So after the the chakram thing with the javelins, Gabrielle says, "Women and children behind me." And you think right at the beginning, episode one, she was both woman and child. She was the you know she needed protecting. Mm-hmm. So she's she's now, you know, she stepped forward, and uh, and she also whacks a javelin out of midair with her staff, yeah. like and it's almost an equivalent of Zena catching arrows. Yeah, so, and, and she's that's done why that before she... as well with her staff, caught an arrow with her yeah. staff. So. Yeah, but I think. That 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 for me is partly why I think she absolutely deliberately missed mm. later on because her battle skills are finally honed. So she's stuff. actually quite a bit more competent than she appears. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she's. But like, if she she's, deliberately she's come missed, a long way. 
if she deliberately missed, why did she look so surprised when she missed? Like, I don't know, bad editing. (laughs) (laughs) We can't blame bad acting, that's definite. Mm. No. So, yeah, I guess we're going to talk about a couple of themes now, right? Um, I guess this episode is um, Gabrielle once again. This is like a recurring thing. Once again, running into the problems of living this life that she does while maintaining her own um, her own sense of morality that's what i meant yeah what did you say i didn't i was talking over you so while maintaining her own veganism because <laughs> and that's that is our that is our shorthand so as you say we're, we're not slagging off veganism at all but it's it's <laughs> it's kind of gabrielle subscribing to a, you know a new, a new philosophy like she's realised that the whole mum's net thing wasn't doing any doing her any favours, so she's looking yeah. to reinvent herself and purify herself. So it's that kind of idea. Yeah, and so that's I, so Gabrielle's I, kind of journey through this season. Although you know, yeah. as I said, it doesn't take up as much of the season as I actually remembered. I remembered it no, taking but up quite we're... a lot of the season, and like the whole India, India. Oh, we're going to India because like we're we're white women on a spiritual quest, so. Yeah, where else would we go? Um, <laughs> but like, um, if you look through the the episode list, they don't go to India till the second half, like fully yeah. second half. So we've got a whole yeah. half season of uh, there's one or two episodes like this that are actually relevant. But then there's quite a lot of filler episodes in the first half of season four. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Guess we'll we we'll guess we'll we'll come to that <laughs> in a bit. <laughs> In due time, in due course. And I say filler yeah. episodes as if that's a bad thing, but and I'm the one who's complained in the past about how TV shows these days don't give you off yeah, episodes. Yeah, respite. Or character episodes or fun episodes and they, they just do arc stuff all the time. So I yeah. can't complain too much. My friend Dapper accused me of being prejudiced against season four. <laughs> <laughs> Dapper just... Dapper didn't watch this as it aired, you see, and so she okay. doesn't have all the baggage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's okay. like if you watched it just like from season one to season six, um, and in like a binge, you don't have all the yeah. baggage of the, the pain. Yeah, that, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, the hiatus where we think they have, they have yeah. actually written Gabrielle out. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can understand so, why she likes to, the later seasons more than I yeah. do, but yeah. Going back to the theme we were talking about. So the oh, idea yeah. is that Gabrielle's come a long way. So, you know, hasn't hasn't she come a long way from Podidir? And she's starting to think, I've, I've come too far. I need to yeah, she's pull starting it to back. Think I need to come yeah. a long way in the wrong direction. Yeah. The but problem also is that Zena's, to be with Xena... That's the only yeah, direction there is. That is the direction. But also, Xena's come a long way because this is the first Caesar episode where she doesn't give in to her kind of re- revenge yeah. um, lust. And she's no, she's very cool-headed about it and she's going to play them off against each other. She's going to pit them against each other. So it, it do, they don't really touch on this as a theme, but I think, I think, there's, I think that's a, a sign of, of her character development as well. Yeah, I suppose there wouldn't have been room for that in this episode and to have Gabrielle's development too. Yeah. Because what, what happens when... What has happened in the past um, when Xena gives into this thing around Caesar 
is that Gabriel gets shunted off to the side. Yeah. And then bad things happen. <laughs> bad things yeah. happen to her over there, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, that so was we, like, we had to... uh, what, exactly one season ago, wasn't it? I mean, it was around episode four or five of season three, wasn't it? When it all... Uh, oh, it? and then when and then uh, when Gabrielle said, everything's different now. Oh, yeah, episode four was the deliverer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, everything's different yeah. now. And then she says to our, our boy, whatever his name is, whatever his actual name is, um, that it... It changes everything. So, uh-huh. yeah. Full now, do you think yes. that? Why do you think Zena's taking Gabrielle around Romans? You know, because like we've not ever since we had mm. that flash forward in episode two, we've kind of ignored yeah. it. I remembered it coming up all the time, but yeah, we are going to see more of it. We do see more of it the season in the future, but. Um, you would think she would try and keep her away from Romans as much as possible. Although, do you mm. think that maybe she's not worried about it yet because her hair's still long? <laughs> like, is that? <laughs> <laughs> and and also, um, in in the in the vision, Gabrielle's underwear is quite dirty, and yeah. Zena has has good reason to to know that she has nice clean underwear. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, is that why? They, is that why your mommy would always say wear clean underwear in case you get hit by a bus? In case, yeah. In case you get... <laughs> If you get crucified by Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I, don't, I don't think my mum ever said that. Did she not? Is that just a Scottish thing? Is that a Glasgow no, it's, thing? It's a, no, it's a thing that it's, it's a thing that people people talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Um. Were those all the themes? <laughs> Uh, that, that was all I had. <laughs> yeah, I think those are all the themes. Anyway, so yeah. um, it's a pretty good episode. Um, definitely a yeah. big improvement on last week. Oh yes. Um, I do like these more um ambiguous endings, you know, because like Zena yeah. basically uh, admits to Gabrielle that she doesn't have the answers, you know, and you yeah. can see that Zena is kind of tortured by this because it's the same. It's kind of a similar ending to when in Rome, where um, Zena's like being with, basically understanding that being with her, by being with her, Gabrielle is going to continue to be exposed to these situations and, Dilemmas. and is forced yeah. into doing things that she doesn't really want to do and which go yeah. against her kind of ethos. Ethos, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and, the, therefore... and this is where this is where we get the episode title and Zena says you know, I haven't got any answers I guess all you can say at the end of a day like this is it was a good day's fighting yeah well they won so yeah and by doing this they saved a lot of people because like the whole point of it was that all this yeah. all of these little villages around the place would be constantly under attack yeah. and like uh, enslaved yeah. to feed the warring armies that have nothing to do with them so. yeah you know they succeeded yeah. in their in their endeavor and, and by doing so saved mm. a lot more people but um it's very traumatic for the people who are involved i guess that's the point about war yeah <laughs> what is it good for <laughs> uh ensuring the safety of small villages yeah exactly in this so, particular instance. in this particular instance yeah um yeah so other models are available <laughs> yeah. mm. anyway so a uh, pretty good episode um yeah I'm not gonna give it a ten. Um, no, I'm. I'm going for eight. Yeah, that was what I was gonna go it's for good, too. Good, eight, solid, nice, solid episode. Yeah. 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 
Nice one. Okay, hey. so Buzz Eye View is 8 out of 10 for a good day. Yeah. Um, and next week you join us for A Tale of Two Muses, which I don't remember at all. Um, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I don't remember it like at all a... either. <laughs> comedy? I don't I know. I think anyway. it will be. <laughs> join us next week as we rediscover what the hell A Tale of Two Muses is about. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.